Welcome to the City of Plantations podcast. I am Carrie Blanchard, Battalion Chief of Public Affairs for the Plantation Fire Department. Thank you for tuning in. Our podcast is designed to keep you up to date on all the latest happenings and activities in, about, and around the City of Plantation. On our episodes, we talk directly with the leaders, decision makers, and the movers and shakers who make the Plantation the great city that it is. Welcome back to our latest podcast episode. Since Independence Day is coming up soon, we thought we would discuss firework safety. Ezra and I are here and we're going to discuss things such as the new law that's in place and things that can we can do to stay safe. So I figured we could start with the new law. Yeah, let's go over it. So in April, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that adds a little clarity to what you can do as far as fireworks are concerned. Yeah, because there was some confusion, right? We started off with this kind of wonky, if you're going to purchase fireworks for agricultural purposes, and then you had to sign this little form. And I think pretty much everyone understood that this was like a workaround. A lie. Correct. (laughs) Correct. But he did fix it. And this year, you are allowed to shoot fireworks on three specific days. Okay. July 4th, December 31st, and January 1st. Got it. Anything. You can really shoot anything. It's legal now. So it's not just the... Publix and Walmart sparklers and the little snakes and that stuff. Like literally you can go out and buy mortars and bottle rockets and all that stuff. And on those three days, those can be. It's legal to shoot them. Correct. All right. Very good. Well, that's adds a level of concern for the emergency services in the neighborhoods. Correct. Of course. And the hospitals. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just to go over some statistics. Sure. In 2019. There were 12 people that died and over 10,000 injuries, people being treated in the hospitals. Wow. Yeah, and uh, children younger than 15 years of age accounted for about 36%. Which is Uh, crazy. Correct. So you want to be safe. Right. Ultimately is what it boils down to. Um, There's a couple things we can do to keep safe. Sure. Although people... We'll do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. Right. And a lot of people are going to, right. So I think there's two sides to the conversation, right? So a lot of people are going to say, listen, in countries all over the world, fireworks have been uh, in play for celebration of various holidays and events for literally thousands of years. So, you know, what is it about American culture that precludes us from being able to do it? And I think that maybe perhaps a a component of that is people who have never been around fireworks or explosives, because basically these are legal explosives in a way, and don't understand how to do it safely. And I think educating the public on how to do it safely is better than telling the public you can never do it, right? Which obviously the governor agreed with, so... Correct. That's why we're here. So correct. Cool. I, I, I am going to say one thing before we get into the whole safety measure of this. Yeah. Is I think by the end of the night of July fourth, it's nighttime. That's when people start doing this. People are celebrating all day. I do believe alcohol plays a part in this. Yeah. As far yeah. as the safety is concerned, people are more adults are more willing to let kids do things that they probably shouldn't. They probably right. wouldn't let them do. So people start getting foolish and silly and start doing things that even they know is wrong, but the alcohol lets them do it. Right. Um, but there are things that, like I said, that we can do. Um, and th- and th- that's a good point not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. we've talked about alcohol playing mm-hmm. a role in other things, right? Like drownings and heat emergencies most recently. So, mm-hmm. y- you know, not, 
no one would ever tell another adult, hey, you shouldn't do this. But I think uh, everything in moderation, right? Yeah, and there has to be a voice of reason somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. I mean, one thing you can do is keep water nearby. Okay. As you're shooting fireworks, if something doesn't fire correctly or doesn't catch you, whatever, if you put it in water, it stops the process. Right. I think a lot of injuries happen when people hover and say, oh, it's not going off, and then it does go off. Right. And then that becomes a problem. Yeah. So what what kind of water? Like, are we talking about a bucket full of water, a garden hose, uh I mean, maybe even a fire extinguisher, stuff like that, or what's... I, I think a, just a bucket of water or a hose or something, but the idea is to stop the process of the flame. Okay, okay. Uh, and there's, they're discussed in this list here that light them the right way. There's something that's called a punk, which is a special type of smoldering stick. Okay. As opposed to using a flame. A flame is erratic and can, you know, the wind can affect it. There's many different things that can affect it. So if you right. use a punk, light one at a time. One person does it, that it will protect people. Right. It will keep it safer. Well, and plus the the punk, which is, it, if, if no one's seen one before, it kind of looks like a stick of incense. So it gives you some distance, right? right? So you're not right there by the wick. You have a little bit of distance between the heat source and the wick. And so, yeah, that's a yeah. protective measure. Absolutely. All right, cool. It says to stay clear of failed fireworks um things there's a delayed reaction and like i said earlier people tend to want to say hey what happened right then it goes off this is where the injuries occur so you want to stay away from it for at least five minutes or stop the process like i said earlier put it in the in the water right and actually that that's a really good point because i i have not uh responded throughout my career i've not responded to very many incidents involving fireworks but I think the worst one I did respond to was a gentleman who lit a bottle rocket and it was a fast wick. We've seen those before, mm-hmm. like, you know, it goes by and um, that was it. It didn't launch. So this particular person walked over and was inspecting it and it launched and hit him right in the face mm-hmm. and then exploded and had some awful permanent eye injury and some significant facial trauma. So these are the type of things we're we're trying to educate people on to avoid. Of course. Yeah. Because this is permanent. Yeah. I mean, these injuries can yeah. affect your life forever. Absolutely. Um, another thing they say is to set off fireworks in an open, clear space so that there's not people around, so that it doesn't get trapped anywhere. So make sure that you're away from houses, away from trees, right. and things like that so that the firework can explode correctly. Right. Right, absolutely. Never try to relight a firework. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Call That's it a day. It. Yes. <laughs> One and done. Call it Some a day. of these fireworks are expensive, though. I'm sure people are like, man, I got to get my know, money's worth. I got to get my money's worth. Yeah, well, no. No, okay. <laughs> we want to avoid that. Yeah, be possible. safe. Okay. Um, I know I discussed this earlier, but never lean your body over a firework when you're lighting it. Right. That's how injuries happen. Use the punk, you know, stay at a safe distance. Sure. And then supervise any children handling sparklers. Right. Like I said earlier, like a lot of the 36% of the injuries last year were to children under 15. Right. So you definitely want to supervise them at all times. Even if something seems benign or, you know, innocent, you need to supervise them. Got to watch them. Absolutely. Yeah, got to watch what they're doing. Sure. Mm -hmm. And you want to wear protective eyewear. because Something. Yes. Like you said earlier, this is where that gentleman was injured. Permanent eye damage. And that's, you know, a tough one. And then if you're injured, get medical attention immediately. Sure. 
obviously, I know that we discussed earlier over 10,000 injuries last year. So the hospitals are busy around this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what you want to make sure you do that. And none of this has to be fancy. I mean, you can go to Home Depot and buy a 2 to $3 pair of safety glasses that you would use for mm-hmm. home construction. Anything like that doesn't obscure your vision. It's very inexpensive. Most of the people who are going to be lighting off significant fireworks have probably already dropped a few hundred dollars at the very least. Of course. On said fireworks. So a $4 pair of glasses. Yeah, not going to hurt anybody. And then gloves, you know, it could be a standard work glove. It could be any type of glove so that you have that level of protection. So you're not getting burned or, you know, having any of those issues. I wanted to circle back on the failed fireworks. Is there a, is there a recommended time? I like the the wick on it. It goes up. Nothing happens. Is there a recommended time frame that I should think about before I approach that firework? There's data here five minutes. So wait five minutes. Wait five minutes and then soak it in water. Like okay. When you take it, then you can soak after five minutes. So let that burn off happen mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Yeah. Five All minutes right. is the recommendation. All right. Very good. Anything else? That- we need to think about i think that's it for safety i just wanted to touch that just to remind everybody it's three days that this is legal right july 4th december 31st and january 1st so all the other days leading up to these holidays i know people tend to start lighting these fireworks right and that's tough for a lot of people i happen to be the owner of a dog who's very anxious and the minute she hears even a bottle rocket or firecracker that's the one thing and she's freaking out right And people, there are people that have PTSD, that have mental issues, you know, mental health issues that also are affected by this. There's loud noises that I think people need to consider and have the courtesy to not detonate these things before those three holidays. Like I said, having a dog, I'm prepared on July 4th. I, I know what I need to do, but on a random day in the middle of June, nobody's thinking about these things. Right, right. And I think the other component to that, you make very good points. The other component to that is people have to understand that to the average resident, the sound of fireworks and the sound of gunfire is indistinguishable. Correct. And, you know, with everything going on in our country right now, people are a little bit more on edge, a little bit more concerned. Yes. So I think we just have to look out for each other and be considerate. Uh, Don't light these fireworks off outside of the timeframes that are acknowledged because no matter when you light the fireworks off, the police department and the 911 centers are going to be inundated with phone calls for gunfire when realistically it's fireworks, but it happens every year. But we can cut down on that on the days that, you know, aren't acceptable days to fire off fireworks. So we don't have to tax our system that way for things that we, when they shouldn't be doing them. Right. Exactly. All right. So some really good information presented again, our, our primary concern is to try and ed- educate everybody, you know, have fun, uh, do the things that you normally do on 4th of July. It's a wonderful day to celebrate. It's a great American holiday. Uh, just do it safely and right. uh, and respectfully to your neighbor and, and your fellow uh, resident. Other than that, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with uh, another episode shortly next week. And uh, that one's going to be pretty interesting as well. So have a great day. Happy 4th of July, everyone. You've been listening to the City of Plantation podcast. We strive to bring you accurate and timely information. Please continue to tune in to our podcast episodes and also catch up with us on social media, including Twitter, Facebook, and Nextdoor. If you have questions, send them to askcityhall at plantation.org and we will answer your questions directly. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast and stay safe, everyone.